This is ContactTalkRadio.com. Consciousness in action. And you are taking action into your consciousness by tuning into Contact Talk Radio. And on TuneIn.com, Hing.fm, and Upsnap Mobile. Contact Talk Radio. Welcome to Carpe Diem with your host, Lisa McDonald. My mama told me when I was young, we're all on superstars. She pulled her hair with my lipstick on, in a glass of purple dry. Good morning, everybody. Thank you so very much for joining me, rejoining me on this lovely Friday morning. I am Lisa McDonald, your host. This is my show, Carpe Diem, and we're with the Contact Talk Radio Network. I am joined today by, as everybody knows worldwide, Dr. Deepak Chopra. And we're going to deviate a little bit from the norm today just because, as we can all appreciate, he's on a very tight timeline, therefore will not be giving us an hour, but just certainly grateful for the time that he is giving us. So, Dr. Deepak Chopra, I want to thank you very much for taking the time out of your crazy off-the-hook schedule for joining us today. And thank you so much. And everybody knows the story, so I'm not going to waste what precious time we have going into the bio. What I'd like to talk to you about today is what is current, what's actively happening right now in your life, such as your latest book, Super Genes, your new app, Geo, and the Brain Institute study. So I'll let you begin with whichever topic you wish to start with. Well, let's start with Super Genes, which I wrote with uh, Dr. Rudy Tanzi who is my co-author. He is the head of the genetics lab at Mass General Hospital, and he's also a professor of neurology at Harvard Medical School. And uh, he has done a lot of work on Alzheimer's and many of the other chronic illnesses that are supposed to have genetic causes. And basically, uh, what we now know and not just through Dr. Tanzi, but uh, across the world, it is now accepted fact that only 5% of disease-related gene mutations are fully penetrant, which means there's a one-to-one ratio between the mutation. The mutation is a mistake in the genetic code. There's only a one-to-one uh, ratio between the mistake or the mutation and a disease that in only 5% of people. That includes all types of cancer, all types of, um, of um, all types of um, uh, autoimmune illnesses, chronic illnesses, all kinds of diseases. And uh, this is good news. It means that um, our genes uh, uh, are activities that can be modulated by our lifestyle through, you know, through sleep, through meditation, through uh, emotions, through exercise, through yoga, through breathing techniques, and through food, we can uh, turn up the volume uh, or activity of the good genes and decrease the volume or the activity of the bad genes. So we've just done a study at our institute along with Harvard and UCSF and many other institutions, which shows that within five days of uh, uh, a regular meditation practice, the genes that control aging uh, turn up in a way that you slow down, even reverse some of the expressions of aging, including the enzyme telomerase, which uh, regulates the length of telomeres 
the buttons at the end of your chromosomes that uh, determine your biological clock. Uh, <clears throat> all the genes that are responsible for self-regulation, healing, homeostasis, they go up and all the genes that are responsible for inflammation, uh, Alzheimer's, uh, degenerative disorders, heart disease, diabetes, go down. This is revolutionary. So our book, Super Genes, talks about the interaction between um, our genes that we inherit from our parents, which are about 23,000, and then we have another second genome, which is called the microbiome, which is the bacterial genes in our skin and in our stomach, in our intestine, in our mouth that are regulated by actually what we eat, but also by sleep and our emotions. And so that's the second aspect of the supergene. And the third is the whole science of epigenetics, which means how our experiences of life, including emotions like love, compassion, joy, empathy, gratitude, how they upregulate the genes. So that's, uh, I think, a good summary of um, uh, super genes. You wanted to ask about our new social platform, which is called Jio, J-I-Y-O dot com. And this uh, was inspired by the fact that over the years, as I was teaching, I realized that people can be helped in their transformation if you give them uh, good knowledge, good content, but also you give them a social space to engage with each other and to encourage each other and to share their experiences with each other. But in addition, you give them a service, like an Uber-like service, that helps them find products and services in their own area. And so we worked with a company called MindBody Online for that. And then also, you know, all the new wearable technologies that help you monitor your sleep and your stress and your exercise and your emotions. So bringing together metrics and technology, uh, we hope to reach at least a billion people across the world wow. with, uh, with uh, helping them create personal and societal transformation in the direction of a more peaceful, just, sustainable, and healthier and happier world. And finally, you said about the Brain Institute, you know, we haven't signed yet the contract, so I'd like to not talk about that yet. Sure, absolutely. Well, I just want to say based on what you've already mentioned and for the career and the life of endeavoring to live passions and really just following suit and honoring yourself, I just want to say how impressive you are. Uh, there's really not much I can say in the way of accolades that wouldn't sound cliche, but I just want to say that, you know, I've been a huge fan of yours. You've been truly instrumental in my life and my commitment to personal growth and development. And, uh, you know, you're just, you've been cited by I don't know how many surveys and how many reputable people as being atop the world's most influential thinkers and number one in medicine. I mean, we know that you've written over 80 books. They've been translated into over 43 languages. Uh, you know, you know, what else what else is there that you choose to endeavor to do dr chopra what else is on the list uh, first of all thank you very much for everything you said and i'm very grateful for having this opportunity to speak on your show i think um, i intend to spend the rest of my life with just that one uh, goal in my mind to help people um, transform personally but also help 
them join forces with uh, everyone else so that we can create a critical mass for a more peaceful, just, sustainable, healthier, and happier world. There's nothing more important at this time. Beautiful. Well, I truly echo your sentiments. And would you care to use this opportunity to talk a little bit about your collaborative relationship, your partnership and friendship with uh, Miss Oprah Winfrey? Well, Oprah has been very instrumental in helping reach 6 million people um, with meditation practices that we've been launching together every three months um, and now for three years. And as I said, we've reached 6 million people everywhere I go in the world. People talk about it. Oprah is a wonderful person. She knows how to relate to everyone. And um, she is a living example of what can happen if you live your life with passion and if you also have the intention to help everyone. Absolutely. Well, I follow you both very closely, and like I said, you've been very instrumental in an intangible sense in my world and my commitment to personal de- uh, development and personal growth. And, you. I mean, you have to know that you've just you've touched a chord with so many people. So for what you are committed to doing, you execute it beautifully. Uh, you know, you're really salt of the earth. I, I follow your videos. I, I follow your pages. I've read your books. Not all of them, mind you, but I have read quite a few and um, you know I just love how you choose to honor yourself and you're just spreading joy and beauty wherever you go through the written word through videos uh, through taking the stage do you have many upcoming speaking engagements is that something that's ongoing in your life is there a particular uh, a demographic that you're in the works to speak with upcoming you know I, I spend about 30% of my time traveling around the world and speaking so I have upcoming uh, engagements and on the East Coast and then in Canada and in um, Montreal about the World Congress for Religions. Uh, otherwise, uh, you know, it's just the usual thing. For me, an engagement is important, whether it's a small town in rural Mississippi or it's a big city in New York. It still has the same importance. Lovely. And can you please explain to us, as somebody who's as busy as yourself, how, how does somebody for who has their hands in various pots and, you know, has so many engagements and an off-the-hook schedule, how does somebody write over 80 books? Where do you, where do you I, I, write, I write every day, and I don't have a stressful life. I just do what needs to be done. I don't worry about the results. Mm-hmm. I exercise regularly. I meditate. I do yoga. And I'm easy with myself, so everything happens the way it should. Absolutely. And who are some of your greatest, most pivotal mentors, Dr. Chopra? And right now, my most greatest mentors are my grandchildren, who are between the ages of 8 and 13. And they're very creative. They're full of wonder, enthusiasm, and joy. And I create and get a lot of inspiration from them. Beautiful. And for all that we would know about your uh, image, is there anything that you would care to share with us that might surprise people? Any characteristics or any hobbies or just anything off the cuff about yourself that people generally speaking would well, not know? Well, I, I, I take a week of silence in the wilderness once a year. I have been an avid scuba diver and skier, although these days I'm slowing down a little bit on that. I practice yoga every day, 
and I don't take myself seriously. Lovely. And do you have a typical standard daily mantra? Does that change day to day, or is there one that's quite congruent with you on a consistent well, basis? Well, uh, a daily intention always is a joyful, energetic body, a loving, compassionate heart, a reflective, alert mind, and lightness of being. Wow, lovely, lovely. And for all the different hats that you wear, Dr. Chopra, do you have a favorite uh, or one that more profoundly speaks to you in terms of either the written word, taking the stage, interfacing with people on a one-on-one basis, collaboration? Do you have a niche as far as all of those hats are that you wear? I enjoy my period of silence and meditation the most, which is early in the morning from 4 to 6 in in the morning. And the rest uh, then uh, happens very spontaneously. Beautiful. And so, you know, would you have any words of wisdom, anything you would like to impart to our listening audience in terms of alignment, manifesting, getting on the right path, getting out of your own way? Is there anything you could say outside of what you've already cited in your books that perhaps people haven't yet read, which would surprise me? Well, at the highest level, which is called choiceless awareness, which is surrender to what is, uh, you need do nothing because the universe downloads itself through you. Absolutely. Beautiful. And not that you haven't already endeavored to do many things and not that you don't have uh, a plethora of things already on the go and in the works, but is there something that... Uh, and I know that you've said you're not committed to the outcome, you're just present and you're in the now. Um, but for somebody who's as accomplished as yourself, who is constantly trying to improve themselves and always be the best version of themselves, is there anything else that you would wish to endeavor to do within your lifetime, your presence here, right now? I am working on a book on the, uh, on the um, consciousness um, that I believe is at the heart of the universe. And the book is called You Are the Universe, so it's about how to get in touch with your innermost being, which is also the source of uh, the source field of the universe. It's a collaboration with a physicist, and it'll be out early next year in February, and that's what I'm working on right now. Fantastic. Absolutely beautiful. Um You know, I just want to say, you know, later Cameron and I are going to talk about all the times that you appeared as a guest on the Contact Talk Radio Network. Uh, And I wish I'd known you back then, but again, everything happens in the time frame in which it's supposed to align. Um, But, uh, you know, Cameron has shared with me how lovely you are. You've always been very gracious with your time. And given that this is a network that speaks to personal empowerment, personal development, uh, clearly your voice has resonated with listeners throughout the years, which has uh, contributed to building the base here with the network. Uh, and uh, so I just want to thank you, even before my time being with the network, for all the contributions you've made to the Contact Talk Radio Network and the gifts of your time and for everything that you continue to do uh, for the lives of others, enhancing and enriching the lives of others. And I, you know, I know this is, there's nothing here that's attached to ego, but I hope that you can feel the gratitude and appreciation that we're extending to you for what you've done for all of us. Well, I'm very grateful to you for giving me this opportunity and hopefully uh, I can come back on your show soon. 
Well, I would absolutely love that. And I will certainly leave that in your hands, but we will remain connected behind the scenes as I will follow absolutely. up with a letter of gratitude. And I know that you have to leave Thank us you. right now, Dr. Chopra. I know that yes. you're off to another tight deadline. So once again, on behalf of the Contact Talk Radio Network, myself personally, Cameron Steele, the network owner, all our, our millions of listeners around the world, we want to all say thank you very much for the gift of your time and for your words of imparted wisdom. You're truly a bright light, and uh, we can't thank you enough. Thank you very much, Lisa. Bye-bye. Love, love and gratitude. Yeah, love and gratitude to you. Thank you. Bye-bye. Thank you. Bye-bye. Wasn't that absolutely lovely, Cameron? Yes, it was a very good interview, and I thought, you know, for the short time that he had, we got some good information from him, and he's just a very sweet man, you know? He is a very sweet man, very peaceful man. He's very calming, and uh, and yet his message remains so powerful, so yeah. poignant. Yeah. And, uh, you know, what I forgot to mention to him, because, of course, you're you're caught up in the moment and you're just wanting to take your cue from him because you know his time is so limited. Sure. Uh, more important to hear him than to hear myself. But I forgot to mention to him, I was supposed to pass on hello to him from... Oprah and Oprah's personal assistant when I had had contact with them oh. earlier this week and they said, you know, make sure you tell Deepak we say hello. Yeah. But anyway. Well, anyway. that's okay. I mean, you know, you did bring up Oprah, which was nice and I'm sure that, uh, you know, who knows? I mean, maybe the Oprah's people are listening now. So, I mean, who knows? I mean, you know, I, I mean, you know, who knows? Because, you know, uh, when Lucia and I were doing our show way back when, um, we, uh, when we we I don't know how it happened, but we were uh, we got a message from somebody, and uh, we, you never know who's listening. And my point is, you never know who's listening. So always, you know, always be aware of that because you don't know who's listening. And it could be that Oprah's people were listening to the interview this morning just because they know that you were trying to get her on on her show on your show and and mm-hmm. stuff. I mean, it was years ago that uh, we found. Oh, I know why it was. We had David Pramal. Uh, they were they were we had David Pramal. Uh, on our show many times, uh, way back, back in the day. And, um, and they're still very popular, of course. Um, but they were in the, they came to Seattle and they were actually in our studios with us. And Cher is a big fan of David Pramal's music, of course. And <laughs> so David Pramal hadn't been interviewed a lot of times. And we found out that Cher, uh, was listening to the show that we did with her. And, and, uh, uh, you know, she continued to listen to some of our shows, uh, you know, I don't know whether she still does, but I mean, the point being is you don't know who's listening, and so absolutely, you know, it's always I, for me. I'm always grateful when we get guests on. For every guest that comes on, uh, I'm always grateful as a network owner that the hosts that we have get some get great guests, and I'm always happy mm-hmm. to try and help them out with getting those guests if I can and stuff mm-hmm. like that. And you know, the experience we had with Deepak uh, years ago, it was funny because I hadn't talked to him in so long, and uh, we had him on our show before uh, he became so popular. I mean, we're, we had him back in 2002. He was still very popular, of course, mm-hmm. uh, but not as much as he is now. And uh, when we brought him on to interview him, I, I forgot what book we were talking to. I think it was Merlin. Uh, I think it was his book, Merlin, because uh, I'm fascinated with wizards, and I'm bit of a wizard myself so <laughs> yes you uh, are yeah so so the uh interesting thing is that we had we had deepak on and he had a whole bunch of albums out with some of the stars uh in fact we play some of the music um that uh he did with some of these people and i mean he had uh Sinead o'connor and 
Richard Shulman. I mean, he had some pretty amazing artists on his album with him. And the day we did the interview with him, he had Dave Stewart on with us from mm-hmm. the Eurith- from the Eurythmics. Yeah, yes. yeah. So we actually, and so, uh, and it was kind of fun because we were talking to Deepak about the music and you know how how music really reaches people's hearts and you know the type of music that. Uh, people listen to and back then he even said you know he says you got to choose your music wisely you know what music you want to listen to and and uh uh david stewart was talking about the kind of the same thing and then in the background i'm hearing some yelling going on and not yelling like mad yelling but someone talking very loudly and i said to dave i said uh hey is that uh Andy Lennox in the background? <laughs> sure, sure enough, it was. Wow. <laughs> yeah, so it was Andy Lennox in the background. And of course, she didn't come on because it was it was all about Deepak's and uh, Dave Stewart's album together, you know. And mm-hmm. uh, but it was it was fun talking to Deepak, and he's been on uh, he's been on our network a couple of times. So it's always nice when he comes back and to hear what he's doing, what he's up to. I mean, I I do follow him, uh, uh, but not as frequently as I probably could be or should be because i just i'm busy with other things but um it was a good interview and you know i felt like you know he's he's one of those guys that i think he's always very gracious in his approach yeah. to everybody i mean you know um he's a he's i think he's a good example of of someone who doesn't judge anybody and doesn't just he's just very gracious you know yes he whatever is. whatever he's like in public i think is a good example of what i think a lot of us need to take the example from him how to be in public and how to treat people. You know, he, he, I mean, you know, he was very respectful with with you and very respectful with, uh, and you know, because I say I bring this up, Lisa, because there's so many uh, people out there that do this type of thing that that consider themselves the rock stars and and they and they they really um, they don't really act like they're conscious beings, if you will, you know, if, yes. I, if I say that. And, and I'm not trying to sound judgmental or anything, but this is one of the things that I have always looked for with guests is that, you know, I don't particularly like the guests that are spreading conscious news and be, and, and consider themselves rock stars. I, I, I like the humbleness of Deepak. Yes, and, you know? and he, he definitely, definitely is. And, I mean, you you know Cameron more than anybody. It's taking me a year to get him on my show. Oh, I know. And, yeah. and I made it very clear to, uh, I won't mention her name, you know the name, but the, you know, the contact person initially to set this all in motion and towards the latter part before ramping up the show yeah. and confirming yeah. a date, uh, you know, more regular contact then. But um, it took forever. Yeah. And, and there's a couple of messages I want to say within that. One that does absolutely reiterate and reinforce the point that you make about him being humble because uh, for all the times that he would have appeared on your show prior to, you know, he's on the world stage now. This yeah. man is, I mean, you don't even have to say Dr. Chopra. You don't have no, to say Deepak. It's Deepak. Yeah, Everybody Deepak. knows who you're talking about. Yeah. And um, so the fact that, you know, he is an individual like many people I've been very fortunate to have had the privilege to interview, pe- people who don't forget yeah. humble beginnings, they don't forget who gave them the platform, who gave them the opportunity, yeah. who gave them an hour of their time to showcase whatever it is they want to talk about, whether it yeah. be a book, whether it be a message, whether it be anything. Yeah. And so, you know, all the information and the correspondence back and forth between his key contact person to yeah. set this motion, she was absolutely lovely. Oh, and, yeah. She's, and and, and yeah. she would have been that way 
if it was her interfacing with Oprah Winfrey and her trying to schedule something with Deepak yeah. Chopra. Yeah. You know, she was just absolutely lovely. Yeah. And, um, yeah. Yeah, so, I agree. I, you know, I'm very grateful because, I mean, you know, years ago when we had him on, um, Chopra.com put Contact Talk Radio on their homepage. Lovely. For almost six months. Mm-hmm. Uh, with the interview we did with him and Dave. And, I mean, they, they really, they really propelled us into another level because of that. Uh, mm-hmm. because, you know, as much as the social media we were doing, it, social media wasn't what it was, what it is now compared to what it is back then. Back then it wasn't really a lot, you know? So, I mean, if you get mentioned on someone's website, that was a big deal. <laughs> you know Absolutely. what I mean? And it still is, of course, but, you know, he had us on his homepage for almost six months, which was really fantastic. And, uh, uh, you know, so there is something to be said about humble beginnings and remembering people who you were. I mean, he totally remembered who I was. It was awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so it really tells me, it's very telling when, when somebody remembers who you are, you know, and, uh, yeah. uh, you know, and, and in fact, it reminds me of a story I, I just, uh, heard the other day. We had a host with us that was hosting, I think she just did a short stint way back when, I think it was like 2000. Seven or 2009 or something. She said, Hey, do you remember me? I did about eight weeks worth of a show and I had to stop because of whatever reasons. And I was like, and I, I vaguely remember, you know, and I, I felt really bad because I, I try to remember all the people that we've had on and, and had a host or had a, as guests and stuff like that. And, uh, you know, and I didn't quite remember who she was. And I, so I, I took the time afterwards to go back and, and look through my website archives that, that are not online anymore, and I was like, oh, there she is. Yes, I remember her now, and I mm-hmm. popped her an email saying, I do remember you. Thank you for reminding me who you are, and it's Lovely. great. You know, I mean, it, so it, it's very it's very important, I think, and and I think your interview with Deepak, you know, he, um, I, th- I thought he'd come across as very humble uh, yeah. during his show, and, and I think that's what's important, again, is to remember your humble beginnings, like you mentioned it, uh, remembering humble beginnings and remember the people that that were there to support you when you weren't mm-hmm. the the most popular person in the world, you know? Uh, yeah. I mean, that's very important. I, I look back on all the people that have helped us along the way, and I'm very grateful for all the things that, that, uh, that where we got our start, too, because it's, it's, that's an important aspect, and I've, and I've seen too many people go down a, go down a road that they don't really, uh, you know they're they're not humble about it. Oh, I just want to forget about that. Well, mm-hmm. yeah, but that's part of who made you, who made you. That's part of right. what made you up, who you are today. You know. Yeah. Well, there's three so. points I want to make. I think I'm going to probably forget one, but it'll come back. But yeah. um, so going back to to Deepak, um, you know, and going back to without naming uh, his schedule or media director person. Mm-hmm. Uh, when I first reached out to her and, you know, I, when I mentioned the Contact Talk Radio Network and I mentioned your name specifically, mm-hmm. uh, you know, you talk about people having a good memory and obviously people leaving an impression and people truly walking their talk when they say that they live in a state of gratitude because she immediately responded uh, in her follow-up to me and she said, oh, that Cameron is such a lovely man. <laughs> How is Cameron? And I thought, you know what, for all... For all the people that she has to interface with, and I tell you, narrowing down a date 
for 20 minutes because, of course, you have to include the pre-live time as well to ensure that we have good connection and good quality sound. Um, (laughs) And I said to her, I said, you know what? I am grateful for whatever. I I, I truly, truly am because I know to the degree what it must be for you to juggle his schedule and for him to be the one executing what he does for a living every single day and all the people he's trying to connect with. Second second point I want to make is going back to something I kind of said there earlier is although it did take a year and although it was 20 minutes, so I got my third point back here too, two points, uh, less is more. You know, yeah. we could have we could have spoken for that entire hour, uh, and I don't think that it necessarily. I mean, we might have learned some additional facts. Listeners might have learned some additional facts, but I think the overall uh, demeanor, the sense, uh, you know, what this person stands for, what his message is, what he's committed to, uh, you know, all of that. I, I think he clearly established that and got that point across within a twenty minute interview yeah. i think you know i think we all got a sense of who he was live yeah and uh so again sometimes less is more you yeah. know there's there's more bang for your buck with less sometimes being more the other thing that i wanted to say going back uh again reinforcing the the point that although it did take me a year and i want to use this as an example because a lot of things that are now coming to fruition in my life and i'm not trying to turn this back on myself but just as an example some things that were very important to me that i chose to endeavor to do this time last year and even a little bit uh earlier on in the calendar so in some cases you know a year year and a half deepak being on that list things a little bit more centered around my endeavors like books and whatnot um don't ever quit. You know, if something is if something is really calling you, if, if there's something that you feel you have to do, if there's something, uh, you know, a bigger picture for yourself, which means you have to embrace setbacks, you have to embrace things not happening perhaps as quickly as what you would want them to. You know, sometimes the pause in between, sometimes the one step forward, two steps back, for what ends up if you stick with them. You know, if you choose not to quit and you choose to persevere and be resilient and stay in there to the very end, because otherwise, why bother doing anything that you claim to be meaningful and substantial to your life? You know, you you have to know that the results are going to pay off, but only to the degree that you remain committed and steadfast to the the task at hand. And so it didn't matter to me that it took me a year to get a 20 minute interview. I couldn't be more grateful than if it took me a week and a full hour. Mm -hmm. Truly, truly. No, that's you, those are that's a that's a really good point, and uh, I agree with you. you no, know, I I've seen people stop after a year, or even after not after a year, but after you know six months, they say, I don't think I'm going to be able to get that person. I, I'm just going to not bother with it anymore. But you know, I think that you're a shining example. I mean, I I you know, I see what goes on on Facebook, and I see the posts that you're making, and I see how you're saying, oh, just got off the phone with the booking agent of such and such, and I'm looking for this. And, you know, it, and it, you're really putting it out there. And I think that this is an example of being conscious and going after what you want and not giving up on something that you think is uh, is of value to yourself because it really it really does make a difference when you, when you don't give up. And you're, I mean, I, I know that feeling of, of going... Oh God! I should just just stop this already, you know. But there's something that drives a person inside, and they just you just don't give up. You don't stop doing what you're doing because you know um, you feel like it's the right way to go. And right. you know, I, and and I, I and appreciate I, that. Yeah, Thank and you. I think that what you when you do that, when you do that, is really a, a really a good example for your listeners to really realize 
that, you know, look at what Lisa's doing. Look how she's not, she's very persistent in what you're doing. And I think the persistence pays off. You know, it's, 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 that's, that's the thing that pays off is the persistence. Now, the other side of the coin to that, sometimes people will say, well, you know, I'm just doing the same thing over and over again. Well, that's the definition of insanity for sure. But if you're doing the same thing over and over again and it's not working, then the question, the question remains to be seen is maybe you need to keep going, but do it differently. And that's, and that's something that we've had to, we've had to come across as a, as for ourselves, we've had some tough roads to go mm-hmm. down. Uh, you know, people call us the pioneers in, in the media and, and pioneers often make mistakes. They often make, uh, the path goes, the path that they go on and go, okay, halfway through the path, are going, I don't think we should have taken this way. We should have gone the other way. You know, <laughs> this is a bit of a steep hill now. Wow. You know, and so we've had that happen for us as the pioneers. We've had, and we've watched people take the same path behind us and go, and go and have an easy trip and go, wow, look at that, that happened, you know? But right. Because we paved the way, just like you are paving the way for people and shining and showing them that if you're persistent, take take that path of persistence and don't give up on yourself and don't give up on what you truly want. Because mm-hmm. when you give up on what you truly want, that's when you might as well just close the door and say, forget about it, I'm not going to bother. And if you had done that over this past year you wouldn't have been able to have the opportunity to have Deepak Chopra on your show. I mean, the bottom line at the end of the day is Deepak came on your show because you were persistent, not because of Contact Talk Radio, not because of Cameron Steele, but because of Lisa McDonald. I mean, and that is where, that's where the, the light really shines, and that's where, I mean, not to say that it didn't help to have, you know, CTR and myself. It, I'm not saying that. I'm not saying that. What I'm saying is that, it 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 start it started with you. It started with you sending an email saying, "Hey, can you send me the person's name and email address for Deepak? Because I happen to have it." So I I said, "Yeah, and you know we set it up and and stuff like that." But it was, took a long time to get to get emails and stuff like that. But the, my point being is again, you didn't give up. You didn't you didn't give up on what you wanted to do and how you wanted it to be. And you know whether it was fifteen minutes or whether it was an hour, you still were able to take that. And run with it. And again, if you had stopped six months after getting Deepak on, I remember getting emails from you six months six months ago saying, "Hey, I still haven't heard from Deepak Chopra people. Can you tell me anything else you can do?" Or you know, and you you just were persistent. And and that and that is the you know that is the thing is that persistence pays off because right. you didn't give up on it. If you gave up on it, we wouldn't be talking about Deepak Chopra today. We'd probably you'd probably be talking about something else. You know, right. and, I, and I see the guests that you're trying to book on, and and you know, I actually have used you as an example for other hosts. If you said, if you took a, take a look at Lisa McDonald, listen, your social media. You know, we talked a little bit about social media earlier on, and your social media is is outstanding. Thank you. Yeah, it really is because you're really doing a good job on the social media, and I use you as an example for other hosts to say, look at what Lisa McDonald's doing. Become friends with her on Facebook. Observe and watch. Mm-hmm. Because there's a lot to learn from what you're doing with social media. And, uh, you know, we ourselves are social media people. And, and so we know when we see somebody doing social media, I, I, you know, for me, I like, I like to watch people do their social media and observe what they're doing and then, and mirror that and reflect that and, 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 uh, and go, okay, I like what she's doing. I'm going to do the same thing. And I think if people start doing that, they're, they're going to see a difference in their lives and what they're doing and how they're promoting. In fact, I just saw somebody else this morning. We, we haven't even finished their podcast page yet or their, their, their host page. And, you know, already they were saying, Hey, coming up in 50 days, 
I'm going to be doing this, this, and this with Contact Talk Radio. And you see, that in itself is a form of not, of, of really putting yourself out there and, and making some intentions. Just like a year ago, with you made attention, intentions to have some of these people that you've had on the show, like Carol Pope. I mean, she's my, she's like, uh, awesome because I've listened to her when I was a kid, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, you've had, uh, uh, oh gosh, so many people. I know. Uh, so, I mean, it's just, it's just some of the people that you've had on, uh, because you're Canadian and I'm Canadian, I recognize a lot of the names you've had on, which is fantastic, yes. you know? Uh, you, you know, and so I, I feel really blessed to be able to watch you, you do what you do and, you know, with your interview with Deepak this morning, is it this morning? This morning, going back to Deepak. <laughs> <laughs> That's my James Bond impression. Uh, you know, uh, so the, the interview you did with Deepak this morning, as, as short as it was, it was a very, it was, it was just very fun to listen to and to hear what he has to say and to know that his message hasn't changed. And I think a really good question you asked him, by the way, was, you know, what do you see yourself doing? And he's just continuing to do what he does yes. because he hasn't changed his passion. He hasn't changed his, you know, he's taken many different roads, many different paths, but the end game has always been the same in his mind. What is your, what is your, what is your end game? You know, and you know, I, I find it interesting. I was, I was, you know, I, I research all my guests outside of whatever they're kind enough to send me in advance. And uh, did you know, and maybe this is something you two had discussed at an earlier date when he was a guest uh, before on the Contact Talk Radio Network. But did you know that before he officially became a doctor, he had endeavored to become either a journalist or an actor? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Pretty interesting, huh? I know. It's a, Well, it's amazing the different paths you take. And I mean, I started off as an actor myself. Yes, you did. And so... <laughs> You know, and here we, here I am now. I still have the acting bug. I still have that, that little acting bug coming up once in a while. I get these emails from, from a talent agent say, hey, come on audition for this and this and this. And, you know, that, it's kind of a, it's, that's a different story. But anyways, um, you know, the path we take sometimes doesn't always, you know, well, you've got that right. I started out just thinking I was going to write books, and then you right. sought me out, and then the other network sought me yeah. out, and then I got sought out for TV, and now it, it's just, yeah. you know, and, and I mean, it all does fall under the same umbrella, so there's a connection there. It's there, not like yeah. I'm going off in 50 million directions, and, no. you know, and it's, uh, you know, it doesn't make sense. It doesn't yeah. lend into one another. But, I mean, yeah, I mean, if you're very passionate about something that you initially choose to do and you choose to hone it every day, mm-hmm. you know, it's it's that kind of energy that speaks to the other people who think, okay, well, if she's got energy for that, perhaps this is something else she might be interested in. Uh, you know, she's into using her voice. Maybe it's kind of right, right. now, say it's just the written word, but, you know, maybe that can translate into something on the stage. Maybe that can yeah. translate into something behind a camera or a microphone or whatever. And yeah. And so I think the other thing I, I think is important for the listeners to listen to and to hear as well, Cameron, you know, so we have listeners tuned in. You know, you're very successful with what you do with the network. You've been very successful in the past, uh, of course, as was previously mentioned. You've had guests like Deepak Chopra. It doesn't matter if he was, you know, not at the uh, the top of his game at that point. But, I mean, he was reputable. And it doesn't even matter if it's household. Yeah. You've had stellar guests. Yeah. Um, 
And, uh, so, you know, you and Lucia have done a very good job for the last 15, 16 years, uh, built. I mean, you guys are the, you are the pioneers. I mean, you know, you were visionary. You got on top of this knowing where we were going. I mean, TVs are going to be obsolete soon. TV right now, we're, I'm doing TV radio show (laughs) or or a TV show. And, um, you know, it's all streamed. Everything streamed. That's the way that we're going. So you kind of have to be, ahead of the game. But anyway, I'm deviating from my point. What I'm trying to say to the listeners is, you know, you see Cameron here, you hear that Cameron is a successful uh, network owner as well has uh, worn many different hats and has done exceptionally well in, in everything he's chosen to do. Um, and I've done the same. Yeah. But I, th- I think what people need to know, you know, because you put a show together, you get Deepak on the show, people think, oh, you know, that's great. Um, these people just seem to have some magical ingredient that they can pull this stuff out of their ass. Well, no. <laughs> You know, absolutely not. Again, it took me a year and it, it was, it was a year of not accepting no, not accepting nothing. Yeah. Um, and, uh, and there's a lot of things. I mean, how many times do you know, Cameron, my computer's crashed? I mean, yeah. I'm, my energy sends everything into orbit. You know that. You're like, and as much as you love me and as much as you, again, which I'm grateful for, you use me as the example for other new hosts coming on or other hosts that have been there for a while trying to tweak their style or their, yeah. their social media or whatnot. I mean, how many times have you sat there with bated breath going, Oh my god damn, Lisa, how many times have I told you this? How many times have I sent you that link? How, how many how many times have we already gone over this? I know, it's true. And, it's true. and you know what? I again and I I take it with a grain of salt because we have such a great relationship and yeah. for what what must go on in your day you don't have time for this shit with me. You know what I mean? Well, but at the same time, I'm trying to, I'm trying to get to a point where I'm not disappointing at the 11th hour. And yeah. you know me, if you don't ask, the answer is always no. And yeah. in my case, if I don't ask, there's going to be dead air and Lisa's not going to be on the show. Well, and, that's right. And, you know, I mean, but, my, that's, that's my, my saying actually. Uh, and I tell my kids this, if you don't ask, you don't know. Or the answer is always or, no. Or the answer is always no, for sure. Absolutely. So again, I just want to impress two listeners, whatever it is, (laughs) whatever it is that you endeavor to do, whatever it is you kind of have a hankering for, whatever you feel a calling to do, uh, you know, whatever you're not quite doing at this point to honor yourself, don't, don't get discouraged by work because truly when you love what you do and you do what you love, yes, there's always going to be frustration, but there's going to be frustration, setbacks and challenges. If you're doing things you absolutely hate because you have to, you feel you have to go through the motions of doing those things. So if you know that life is never going to seamlessly go according to plan, not everything's going to be aligned, not everything's going to go the way you want it to or as quickly or as efficiently or or without hiccups, then just take that time and let the disappointments be surrounded and wrapped up in what it is that you want to do. That's that. I I just really encourage people, you know, because stuff goes south for me all the time, but I choose to because there's always a lesson and because I still live in a place of gratitude and I will forever look at my blessings as opposed to get caught up in ego or get caught up in, uh, you know, last minute glitches or whatnot. Like let's put things in perspective, people. Okay. People get flat tires. Mm-hmm. Pe- you know, people, it, it, it happens to all of us. You know, people disappoint us. Uh, people break our hearts. Uh, you know, people say they're going to show up when they don't. Uh, you know, these, that's just life. Mm-hmm. But I mean, remain committed to what it is that's going to make you happy. You're within yep. your your sphere, your space, your mind, your heart, your soul, twenty four seven. Honor yourself. Be happy. Yeah. 
Yeah, no, it's it's a that's a that's a thing. I mean, you know, there's days where I just want to pull my hair out. There's days where I'm just happy as can be. There's days like today where I'm happy and want to pull my hair out at the same time. <laughs> yeah. But I'm sure there's a bit of scalp but, showing because it's got it's got the name Lisa written all over. Nah, nah, nah. Lisa, leave me alone. Go do a video. Listen, I get, I get. You know, I, I as much as sometimes I get impatient, I also am very patient because I understand what people are trying so what people are trying to do, you know, and I understand not just what you're doing, what other people are doing. I understand what I'm doing. Sometimes I'm impatient with myself and I have to look at myself in the mirror and go, Okay, be patient, just a second. Right. You know? Uh, because I mean we do get when we're on a path, uh, especially when we're on a path of passion. Yes. You know, it that path of passion I've often seen turn into a path of destruction around them because people are so focused on their passion, on right. what they're doing. And and this is, a, I think, an important point I wanted to make is that if you're on a path of passion, um, be aware that that path of passion can cause destruction around you if you don't stay conscious of other people and what they're going through. Absolutely. Be, because ultimately, at the end of the day, you may be following your passion, but those people that you're kind of on this path uh, kind of, you know, Bringing you forward, it's like a, it's like a, it's like a tsunami. You know that tsunami right. just doesn't stop. But then, with the tsunami comes destruction because the, the, you know it's not you're not you're not being conscious of what's going on around you. And you know we get excited about our passion, we get excited about what we're doing. And you know I I get excited about what I'm doing. And when I get a potential host that wants to sign on, and, and they're like, well, I gotta wait uh, two weeks or I gotta wait a month. I'm like, what? Mm -hmm. What? What? You just right. said you want to do it. What are you waiting for? You know, I mean, right. because I'm excited about their work. I'm excited about what they're going to do. But, Absolutely. you know, they have to do it in their time. And we have to right. remember that just because we're on on a path of passion that, you know, other people may not be ready for that path, ready to take that path with you. And you have to be okay with them not taking them, even though you want them with you. Well, passion involves risk. Yeah. You know, like, seriously, it involves risk. Other, You know, and... And maybe that's not completely accurate because you can certainly endeavor to, to do your passion and it can just be, a, and I don't mean to be just be, but it could be a hobby as, a, as opposed to taking a passion and turning it into a vocation or becoming entrepreneurial or honing it every single day at the exclusion of doing something nine to five. I mean, we all have choices. We all have options. Yeah, of but for somebody who jumps into their passion and it's really their way of life, it's yeah. really from the time they wake up to the time they go to bed, everything they're focused and, and fixated and consumed on. Um, yeah, don't forget to eat, people. Don't forget yeah. to sleep. This is what I say to myself. Lisa, go to bed. Yeah. <laughs> I, well, you know, it's funny because, uh, you know, Lucia, she is she is working on the computer all day long and then, but she's one of these people that, you know, I just have to do this. I have to do, just finish, let me just finish this. I have to finish this and, you know, and as, and as much as I admire that, I also have to sometimes go and say, okay, put the computer down. Let's yes. Step away for a second because sometimes you do have to step away. Sometimes, I mean, I just said this to the other, to somebody the other day, you know, when I get, when I get too caught up in everything that I'm doing, mm -hmm. I, I, I go, okay, you know what I need to do? I just need to put my cell phone down. I need to put my computer down. I'm going to go see a movie. Mm -hmm. And what I do is I disconnect for a couple hours. I'll go into a movie theater because movie theaters for me, I have sometimes have no control over my, my cell phone usage. <laughs> mm -hmm. I want to be on my phone. I want to do something. So in a movie theater, I'm forced to, you know, turn the phone off. 
Oh, is that why you're not texting me back? You, you see a lot. Of, you see a lot of movies, Kim. <laughs> I don't text you back sometimes because I don't have the answer. But that's that. No, that's you know what? Yeah. This is all. This is but all. It's all fun and games. But you know, I'm the thing is, is being able to being able to disconnect is important. Uh, because in the evening, sometimes I'll get a text from you in the evening or from people in the evening period. And, uh, yep. you know, quite often what I'll do is just look at the text and go, okay, I'll get to them later. Because I don't want to, I have to turn myself off of work at some of point. Course. And, and of I course. think when you're on your passion, if you don't turn yourself off once in a while, that's when it can, can become a tsunami of, of destruction. Because of your destruction, not somebody else's either. It could be your destruction because you're not, taking the time for yourself to just breathe and go, I love what I'm doing, but I also have to live my life. And, and you know, some people say, well, my passion is my life and blah, blah, blah. That may be true. That right. may be true. However, if you do not take a take just a break from your passion and find something else that that's going to entertain you for a little while, you have to, you have to, people have to find a balance. And I mean, that's what I've had to do is find a balance. So what I'll do in the middle of the day sometimes is, you know what, I'm going to go see a movie. I'm going to right. disconnect. I'm going to go see a movie. In the evenings, it's family time with the kids. I just, you know, yeah. I, I if I if I have some, if someone texts me or sends me an email that I can that I can kind of answer in the moment, I'll, I'll certainly do it if I can, um, you know, because the kids are are out playing or whatever else, you know. But mm-hmm. I, I just think it's really important, no matter how passionate you are about what you're doing. I I just feel like it's so important to be able to just step away and and you know take up another hobby that. That doesn't take much time, but gives you pleasure. Absolutely. You know, if that's seeing a movie or becoming, or or just going for a walk. I mean, sometimes Lucia and I, you know, we'll you know we'll get out, we'll go for walks around the neighborhood and stuff. Now we're moving short soon, and which is going to be more of an opportunity for us to actually walk a new neighborhood. But mm-hmm. um, you know, I mean, it's important to be able to find the balance. And I mean, you you know this because I see your posts. I'm with the kids now. I'll talk later. Right. You know. Right. Yes. When it's my weekend with them, people see me. It's in a different world, and then I resume as soon as they go to bed on Sunday evening. I'm back at it Sunday night and back at it Monday. And that's not to yeah. say if there's not, you know, if they're occupied or something, and yeah. I know that they're being supervised and they're having fun or they're at a play date or whatnot. Yeah, I will certainly utilize that time because I'm always on borrowed time, and I know that's an expression used by everybody today yeah. with it being a fast pace. But truly. Uh, and there's no ego attached to this. I am seriously the busiest person I know. And yet, it, and, and so because I don't, you know, you're fortunate in the sense, and I think we all deserve this, but what you have that I don't have is you've got somebody like a partner who can balance you or who can distract you or force you to put things down and say, we're going to go do this together. And then you've got the companionship yeah. of, of that person. And then you ultimately, you know, you get something good out of that. You get rejuvenated. Your, your well gets filled again. Me, my problem is, and it's it's not that I don't have friends and family who would seek me out to go do alternative things to work. Mm-hmm. I'm just go go go. I will not stop. Yeah. I don't have I don't have anybody monitoring me and saying like this is a little bit excessive. Like right. I think need need to put this down right. and and suggest going and doing. Well, something. I'll send you a text once in a while if you want. I'll set up a bunch of uh, texts <laughs> and I'll text you. Uh, hey, stop what you're doing and go 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 for a walk. <laughs> yeah, take a hike, Lisa. Take a hike, take Lisa. A hike. <laughs> Next time you text me something in the evening, I'm going to take a hike, Lisa. <laughs> take a hike, Lisa. <laughs> take a hike, go fly a kite, 
You, you go know. fly a kite. Yeah, well, you know, I got five kites in my in my carport, so, I mean, I'm more than happy uh, to give you one of those if you need it. <laughs> um, you're hilarious. You're hilarious. And I you know do. What? I really do have five kites, by the way. I do oh, have I five, five, my, I, I have five kites in my in my carport because when we go to ocean shores of the ocean, we, we literally go fly a kite. <laughs> <laughs> I love kite flying, by the way. That's one thing that I really do enjoy doing. And, you know, I love photography as well. I yeah. love I love photography. I have this beautiful camera, and mm-hmm. you know who takes better pictures? My 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 uh, my fifteen year old son, and of course my wife. You know, all, I I I find myself feeling a little jealous because Jaden takes these great pictures, and I'm like, I want to take pictures like that. And I see these other pictures online, and I'm going, I love to. T- I have the visual in my head yes. of the picture, but it never comes out the way <laughs> the way I see it. <laughs> it's so bizarre. <laughs> But that's okay. Yeah, yeah. That's okay. Yeah, it's fun. You, it's can't be, fun, you, know. you can't be a rock star at everything, right? Well, that's right. But I like to be. Yeah. <laughs> I think all we right. all like to be. You know, it's all good. Well, but listen, yeah. I, you know, I think that to the point of, of passion, I think, Lisa, you're, you're a prime example of someone living their passion and following their heart and uh, really putting themselves out there. And, I mean, that's that's the other thing is that, you know, I, when we asked Deep, I asked Deepak a long time ago. One of the questions I did ask him is, is that how do you find the balance in all of your time? Because even back then he was still very busy, um, you know, with doing these albums and, and the books. And, um, you know, we did talk about the book Merlin quite a bit, but I had asked him a question about how does he find the balance in all of his time. And, right. you know, he just he takes life slowly. That was his answer. I take life slowly. I take one one step, one, one moment at a time, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. And I think that's no matter how, where you are in life, taking one moment at a time because they're all moments. You know, right. we may get angry, but that's just a moment of anger because, right. you know, the next day you might be happy. Well, it's interesting because, you know, this is something, as you would know, being in my ear when we go live, uh, this is this is oftentimes, sorry, oftentimes been a, a question that I have put forth to my guests. And I've had, you know, Dove Barron, who's going with me on my next network after this show, uh, he has said repeatedly, and he posts things uh, once in a while that speak to this, you know, he believes that balance does not exist. It's, you know... Um, Marcian, who I've had, uh, you know, and unfortunately, I don't know if you knew this, and it's Canadian-based, but even though you're from Canada, but the network that she's on, the the TV network, um, Canada AM, the morning thing. So that today's Dina her last Petty, show. Yeah, yeah Dina no, Petty, no, yeah. No, 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 not Dina Petty, Marcian. Oh, Marcy, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Yep. Yeah, so the network that she's attached to, unfortunately, within 24 hours, it was announced, and I saw on her Facebook page, uh, that that show no longer is as of today. After I think they I read goodbye. something about that. Yeah, I think I read something about yeah. that in the province. But, it, yeah. but my point being is, I asked her the exact same question. You know, she's got her hands in so many things, and I mean, she's she's up at like 4 in the morning, if not earlier, to be on for like 6 o'clock in the morning, or whatever yeah. the actual time is that the show airs. Yeah. And she was another person similar to Dove. You know, I don't, you know, balance doesn't exist. It's a concept. You know, um, and that's not to say that she's not well-rounded. That's not to say, I mean, she posts pictures. She loves the Raptors. And, uh, you know, so she gets out and she's involved with being a mentor to a lot of people, which she doesn't look upon as work. She, she really derives a lot of pleasure from that and giving back. Uh, so anyway, my point being is I think everybody can look at any concept, whether you're talking about balance, whether you're talking about passions, everyone's going to have a different mindset, uh, and view attached to that. But anyway, unfortunately, we have to wrap up. Yes, here. we do. We got thirty seconds to go. 
Okay, uh, and uh, and I'm going to be sending the podcast out to, on Twitter too, and and to um, Deepak's people specifically. So Fantastic. knowing that, I, I want to wrap up, and I just want to say thank you again to Dr. Deepak Chopra. Uh, such an honor and a pleasure to have had you here, and we look forward to having you back. I will be sending the podcast uh, to my listening audience. I want to thank you again for joining me. I am Lisa McDonald. This is my show, Carpe Diem. I go live every Friday with the Contact Talk Radio Network at 11:04 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. If you have any show topic ideas or wish to appear as a guest, you can kindly reach out to me at lisamcdonaldauthor.com. McDonald is M-C-D-O-N-A-L-D. Or alternatively, lisamcdonald13 at gmail.com. want to wish you a fantastic weekend. I want to thank you for your listen- li- loyal listenership. And wish you and your loved ones a phenomenal weekend. So thank you again for joining us. Take care. All my best. Love and gratitude. You've been listening to Carpe Diem with your host, Lisa McDonald. For more information, please go to Lisa's website at lisamcdonaldauthor.com. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.